Hi, this is Dave Kale. Today we're talking about the power of planning. Very specifically being what I call an astute planner. Now this, uh, most of this content is taken from uh, one of my books called uh, Take Your Sales Performance Up a Notch. And uh, you can find that wherever books are sold or on my website. But this is one of the foundational principles for sales success. You'll always be more effective if you think about it before you do it. Let me repeat that because it's the fundamental principle that we're, that we're basing this whole thing on. You'll always be more effective if you think about it before you do it. Now, can you imagine a football team not creating a game plan or not practicing for the big game? Can you imagine a musician not preparing a piece of music before a recital? Can you can you imagine a politician not practicing the big speech or a doctor not reviewing their x-rays you know prior to a major surgery or can you imagine a lawyer barging into a case without having planned it you know the answer to all these questions is of course not. that's stupid in every event of any importance at all professional and effective human beings plan and prepare beforehand it's an essential step toward success now that same thing is true for salespeople if we think about what we do before we do it, providing we think about it in the right way, we'll significantly improve our performance. Unfortunately, many salespeople are often guilty of the same mindset that, that gives them an excuse for their lack of concern and preparation. You know, it's our intuition. We're, we're, we're so good at spur of the moment. Man, we can ad lib with the best of them. Wrong! You have a great treasury of wisdom and insight that you've acquired through a rich set of life experiences. Much of that wisdom and insight can be directly applied to your sales job if you will only tap into it and use it. Of course you'll be able to tap into some of that accumulated expert expertise on the spur of the moment, but you will be far more effective if you take the time to tap into it before you get into the situation. If you're going to be effective with this, you'll, you'll think about what you do before you do it. You'll think about every telephone call, every sales call, every customer, every presentation, every interaction with your customers and your prospects. But yet it's not enough to think about what you do before you do it. You must also, also think about it in the right way. You know, I have this definition for good planning and, and good thinking as far as that goes. It's a matter of asking yourself the right questions in the right sequence and then answering them in writing with detail and precision. There, if you want to know what the best practice in planning is, that's it. Asking yourself the right questions, the right sequence, and then answering them with detail and precision in writing. Now, an amazing thing happens when you ask yourself questions. You think of the answers. That sounds so elementary. It really is a powerful key to unlocking your success. When you ask yourself a good question, you stimulate your thinking. For example, you could ask yourself, what are the three most effective things I could do to improve my sales performance? Now that question would prompt you to analyze your performance, develop some possible changes in your behavior, and then select those that appear to be the highest priority. Now that's a very worthwhile set of thoughts. And they were prompted by the question you ask yourself. Now this is just one example, but the principle is incredibly powerful. Learn to ask yourself good questions and you'll think more effectively. 
Now it follows then, if you want to think well, you need to ask yourself the best questions. For example, you could ask yourself the question, uh, what are all the things that the customer will not like about me in this upcoming sales call? Well, now if you ask that question, your mind will dredge up all the flaws and faults you filed away in your memory. That's probably not the most effective way to prepare for a sales call. You know, after thinking about that question, you're likely to be depressed and discouraged. Rather, what if you ask yourself this question? What are two or three things I could find out about the customer that would uncover things we have in common? Now you think about the answer to that question and your mind will dwell on your customer, not yourself, and will focus on finding common ground in order to build a relationship. Now which of those two questions would be a better one for you to ask yourself? And you know, the answer is obvious. But my point is this, if you're going to adequately prepare and plan for your sales calls, you need to ask yourself the right questions. When you ask yourself the right questions, you think in the most effective way. Now, in order to implement this principle, you'll need to master two basic processes. Each of these is really a series of questions asked in a certain sequence. If you can do this and master this and make it part of your routines, you will gain a competency that will serve you well for the rest of your working life. So to implement this principle and acquire the power uh, of this competency, you'll need to master two processes. First, prioritization, and second, planning. The prioritization process is used to help you make good decisions about where to spend your time and about what to plan for. There's just not enough time in this day for you to plan everything. You know, everybody these days has too much to do and not enough time, time which to do it. So you've got to prioritize. I mean, there's no, there's no other response. You must prioritize because you can't do everything. So in order to follow, in order to do that, you, you create a, a priority list of the most important things. Then you follow up with a planning process. The planning process is a, is a matter of asking a set of seven questions of yourself in the right sequence and then answering them in writing. And the resulting written answers become your plan. Now you can use the process I'm going to share with you to plan almost anything that's worthwhile. Your territory, your approach to key accounts, your sales call, your month, your week, etc. Okay, so let's dig in and unpack the seven questions to the planning process. Step one, ask yourself the question, what's the objective? As always, the first step of the creation of the plan is the identification of the purpose of the plan. If there's no purpose, why have a plan? So the purpose of the plan is your objective, regardless of what aspect of your business you're working on, whether it's a sales call, developing a strategy for a key account, organizing your territory, creating a plan for a new product line, whatever it is, you begin with that question and answer it. Now let me use, let, let me create a little example here. Let's begin by setting a personal financial goal. You know, while, while sales is a fulfilling and challenging career, most of us wouldn't be doing it if we didn't get paid. So to some extent, our sales success is a means of an end, is a means to an end, not an end in itself. And the end is our financial re rewards. So let's use it, this as an example of the planning process. Let's say you're going to select an objective, and that objective is to make $100,000 in the next calendar year. All right. Step one, what's the objective? You've answered it. Step two, assess the situation. Ask this question. 
what's the situation? And this step requires you to describe as accurately as possible the current situation as it, as it relates to the area about which you're thinking. So let's consider, you know, the example I just gave you. You decided you wanted to make $100,000. All right, so what's the situation? And you say something like this. Well, I've got a salary of $50,000. You're paid a commission of 10% of sales above your quota. Last year you had a quota of $750,000. This year your quota is $850,000. To achieve your goal, you'll need to be considerably better than last year. So what you've just done with that little set of words I shared with you is you have described your situation. Now we come to step three. So step one, what's the objective? Step two, what's the situation? Step three, what will hinder me from achieving the goal? This question opens up obstacles that are in your way. And identifying obstacles is a proven step in the planning process. This step alone will give you incredible confidence and positive power to achieve your goal. As always, you just think the question in as much Think about the answer to the question in as much detailed precision as possible. And the, and the answer then forms the next step in the planning process. So in our example, let's say you have identified these obstacles. Number one, only three of your current accounts are growing. Two new competitors are active in your territory and there are a lot of changes going on in your market. So what you've just done is say, what are the obstacles to me making $100,000 and you've identified three? That's step, that is Step three. Now step four, identify your strengths and your resources. Ask yourself this question. What do I have available to me that I can use to accomplish my goal? Let me repeat that. What do I have available to me that I can use to accomplish my goal? So you, you know, you soberly consider your strengths and your resources. What do you have on your side? Do you have some personal skills that you can apply? Has your company provided you with some helpful tools, strategies, or competitive advantages? Is there something working in your favor? In our example, let's say you have a hot new product line, a commitment on the part of your credit department to loosen the rules a little bit, and you have the boss's verbal assurance that he'll do anything in his power to help you penetrate those large accounts. So, so you've done that. Now step five is create the plan. And you just ask yourself this question, how am I going to accomplish my objective? How am I going to accomplish my objective? You know, how am I going to use my resources, my strengths to overcome the objectives and, and meet the, uh, over, overcome the objections, the obstacles, and meet the objective? This really is the heart of the process. Now, you must consider the best way to reach your goal, taking into consideration the current state of affairs, the obstacles you must face, and your strengths and assets. So... Let me give you an example here. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to describe your written response. So you might put down number one. I'm going to focus my time on high potential accounts, expanding the business my A accounts by 50%. Underneath that, you got a couple subpoints. A, get the boss to negotiate with some favorable terms and concessions for the big accounts. Number two push the new product line aggressively. So that's one part of your plan. Here's the second part. I'm going to acquire five new accounts. And there's some sub points under that. 
get the new product line as a door opener, use the new product line as a door opener. Number two, get the credit department to approve some of the marginal customers. Okay, so see, so see, what you're doing is you're thinking through now, step by step, what do you need to do? Then you're creating a written a written set of steps, and that really is the heart of the plan. It's based on the work that you did before. So what's the objective? You know, what's the situation? What are the obstacles? What do I have going for me? How can I put those together? Step six, ask what will I need? So what are the materials and tools you'll need? Identify all the tools and materials you need. In our example, for example, you might say that you need uh, some forms to help you work through and identify the highest potential account. You might need a list of high potential prospects for the, for the new customer thing. You might need all the usual sales aids, a bunch of new credit apps, some literature and samples of the new product line. Okay. So you just thought it through and you gather that stuff together. And then step seven is you turn that into a detailed action plan. You say specifically, which steps should I take? And this requires you to think very specifically. Create a to-do list that identifies each of the steps you need to follow. Put them in sequence. And assign a deadline completion date to each. So you might say, I'm going to identify some high potential accounts. I'm going to collect some good information by January 15th. I'm going to discuss the results with my boss by February 3rd. I'm going to agree on the top 20% by February 5th. Okay, so you see what you're doing is putting things in place S very specifically, step by step, specific things you have to do and deadlines. And, and when you finished that process, what you have in place is probably the best plan you're capable of developing. You now have in place a specific strategy for accomplishing your goal, along with a checklist of tasks and dates by which to measure your progress. You created that plan by following a seven-step planning process, asking yourself the questions and answering them with detail and precision in writing. Now, this planning process will work for any aspect of your job. Discipline yourself to use this process and you'll be well on your way becoming a master salesperson. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye.